Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for AMC's The Walking Dead. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this week we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 5, entitled Wildfire. Wildfire! Yes. Uh, catch, catching on heart. like your mom's venereal diseases. Like wildfire. <laughs> I was going to make like a shitty 80s hairband song, but I like the yeah. my mom having a venereal disease, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't really uh, do news or anything in these season one recaps, so let's get right oh, into... Oh, actually, let's do a little news, because we had no. numerous, numerous loyal listeners mm-hmm. email, tweet, and Facebook the following fact to us, and even post our website. Is this about your mom, too? No. Okay. Um, so I guess Frank Darabont has been talking about his vision of season two, and season... This t- is not spoilery? No, because it's not going to happen. So season two is supposed oh, okay. to open with a long flashback, like a 15-minute flashback uh-huh. um, that focused on, you know, in passing, how Dale and Andrea and Amy running through the devastation of, like, you know, Atlanta being overrun by the zombies. Mm-hmm. But it focused on the soldier, the dead soldier that was in the tank with, with Rick that yeah. came back alive. Before he was zombified. Right. And you see his, like, final ten minutes, and he gets bit, and he struggles back to the tank, and then he expires. And then you see, like, time-lapse photography, and then Rick jumps in the tank with him, and then the season two begins proper. Mm. What do you think? Would that have been a better way to open it? Because uh, I have yeah. big problems with it. Yeah, hell no. That would have been a horrible way to open it. Because, A, we're th- at that point, we would be seven episodes into the series. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take the focus off of the cast of characters that we already haven't connected with. Right. They're going to waste more time on a character who we know is already dead and that story is going nowhere. Right. Now, if they sent 15 or 10 minutes flashback all about Dale and Andrea mm-hmm. to give us some more background, needed background on mm-hmm. what their whole deal is. Okay, fine, whatever. But yeah, I was less than impressed. A lot of people were like, oh man, if only Frank Darabont had been sent running the show. I'm like, no, that's mm-hmm. more wasting my time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think it would have been a terrible way to start that season. I got massively downloaded on Reddit for expressing that opinion. <laughs> yeah. There could be some fanboys there. Yeah, whatever. There are also some people, level-headed people there. But I mean, I mean, if all you want to see is cool zombie action and a soldier like like a mini Rambo yeah. movie, then fine. But I don't. I mean, that's cool, mm-hmm. I guess. But I came to The Walking Dead to find out more about these characters and to you know that's the whole point have an of emotional this series. Payoff. Right. This, this series is not just another zombie gore fest. Right. There, there would be no point in doing it if it was. So, so. I, I don't know why you would want to turn into that. Anyway, that's the only news I had. I just wanted to throw that out there for, you know, so we got a little discussion. We'll probably maybe discuss a little bit uh, when we get back to live castings. I don't really know how many people are listening to the uh, catch-ups. A uh, fair amount? Yeah, a fair amount of people are. Cool. Uh, I think I think people are enjoying them. Uh, we also have a couple other um, little factoids that came from some, some people uh, through email that I'm going to say for the spoiler section because they are very spoilery. All right. Uh, but we'll cover those Are they for the after. new season? Uh, they, uh, yes, the new season and beyond. Oh, well, do we, okay. Like Buzz Lightyear. All right, whatever. We'll have to cover them again. Will we? I think so. Mm. Because again, like, not everyone listens to these. Well, we'll have a a roundup recap spoiler on our first, like, you know, 2.5, season 2.5 intro podcast. Sure. Whatever. Are you ready to recap this bitch? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into Don't forget to pimp the recap. Music. Uh, you can find my brother 
his band, he made the intro and outro theme for our podcast. Pretty cool stuff there. So you can find another website and check out the full four minute version of that. Yes, I like it. Download it. for free. Uh, so let's get into this goddamn recap. Do How it. about that? Do it. Uh, so it opens up with Rick broadcasting on his walkie, trying to contact Morgan. Uh, basically, trying to warn him off, saying, "Do not enter the city. It belongs to the dead now. Atlanta belongs to the dead now." <laughs> That's Morgan, a, your Rick impression—it's pretty good. We it's, lost, we lost people, good people. <laughs> yeah, it's got a hint of British in there. I do, I, I do. I put a little bit of British uh-huh. mixed with a little bit of George W. Bush, and I, <laughs> that's my Rick impersonation. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, we we kind of rediscovered why Rick is doing this. Uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So he doesn't seem like a total fool when he's broadcasting. And it's dawn, staring right into the uh-huh. sun. Yep. Probably not good Just like vision. he said. Uh, <laughs> so then they start to clean up the bodies out of camp because uh, they were attacked last episode, obviously. Right. Uh, but they run into some problems because Andrea won't let them touch Amy. No. And Glenn won't let them burn the bodies. Right. We have... Uh, so Andrea is catatonic. She's non-responsive yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Daryl's utilitarian. He's going around with a pickaxe and just <laughs> making sure yeah. fools stay dead. Yeah, Daryl, man, he's awesome. Brutalizing heads with this pickaxe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane's a pragmatist saying that, you know, hey, we got to address this Amy situation dead, dead on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Daryl's like, yeah, hell yeah. It's like if she won't listen to reason, I can shoot a turkey from. Yeah, between the eyes from here. From from where we're standing. Yeah. So because. uh have we got it right? Because so so I, I talked about Andrew being a gun nut for episode two, because she just mm-hmm. pulled the gun and points it right at Rick's head for no good reason. Yeah, and she reprises this time, mm-hmm. uh, only this time reminding that she knows now knows how the safety works. So it's even more menacing. Yeah, thanks for that, Rick. Now so I can shoot you. let me go with this in in Andrea's head. Mm-hmm. It's acceptable to shoot a person in the face. Because they're concerned that your zombified sister is going to come back to camp and hurt you and everyone else. Uh, it appears so, yes. And, and now, why, why do we hate the women in the show? I don't... I, I, I'm yeah, having a hard time... I'm just not seeing it with the the rewatch, yeah. I just... I mean... Uh, I don't know. Do we have, do we have like a... It, it just seems like in this group... Let's talk about ultimatums. Okay. Nobody wants to give an ultimatum in this thing. It's like... Yeah. We yeah. all have to stick together, and we all have to get along, and everyone has to be... In, in this survival situation, everything has to be done by consensus, except mm-hmm. for laundry. Laundry by fiat must be done... <laughs> by the women. With women with breasts and a vagina, and the penises cannot be involved. <laughs> sure. That's sure. the only ultimatum, apparently, that's been delivered. Yeah, yeah. That's been handed down. Do you want to wait until your sister reanimates and gets up and, like, tears your face off? <laughs> Whatever. Cool. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you want to decide to hide a wound on your body, that kind of stuff you know who's gonna judge but i just don't get it why uh i i don't know man um i i feel like it's the the notion of wanting to have more people like safety in numbers versus everybody having a difference of opinion as to what the right thing to do is well it's like that i buy that because especially it's manifest in this episode between rick and shane with one wanting to go to Fort Benning oh, yeah. uh, and one wanting to go to the CDC. Uh, and we see how that plays out in this episode. But that, to me, is a struggle here. All like, right. I think doing this is the right thing, but we also need to stick together. So I'm not going to leave the group just because we're doing something else. But it seems like everybody's cool with, like, leaving Merle behind, who is dangerous in his own way. But no, mm-hmm. and no one's cool with leaving, like, like okay, well, if you want to do this, fine, we're taking off. 
Yeah. Everyone's got to bury the bodies, all this kind of stuff. No one's no one is cool with leaving that kind of dangerous behavior behind. Yeah, I I don't know about that. I mean, they kind of they were kind of forced into the Merle thing a little bit because they were well, like on a time crunch and the zombies were closing in. They had to do something. They could have brought him with them, well, but they're, I thought they're forced into it because he started waving a gun around. What's the difference between Merle fucking Andrea? Well, they're both waving a gun around to get what they want. Uh, that's not rational. Yeah, but they went back for Merle and they only left him like after T Dog dropped the key. All right, like there was no way to get him out at that point. Sure, you know? but I'm saying. You know, they didn't put up with his shenanigans either. No, I gotcha. And, gotcha. like, Jim, you know, digs a hole. He can't fucking dig a hole. <laughs> yeah, they won't let him just dig. They won't dig. let him just dig a hole. But Andrew, yeah, what the hell? I, I don't know. It's very... Their their tolerance for bullshit seems to... Maybe he thought they thought he was going to China. He was just leaving them. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm going to China. We got, we got to stick together, Jim. You cannot <laughs> dig this hole to China. <laughs> Lori, back me up. <laughs> awesome so uh but yeah um i don't know i i just really like daryl here but he's I don't, maybe justifiably mad that uh his brother is dead and or he thinks he's dead he says my brother's dead uh and he blames them he's like you had this coming this attack no he said well, you left my brother for dead yeah i don't think he's like really you had be, this yeah, coming right right um yeah so Obviously, Daryl, plus that he's, he's mad that he's surrounded by dumbasses, apparently. Exactly, because I mean, so there's this... a lot of tension between Daryl and the group right now. Right, right. Still, like, it, they kind of hit it really hard last episode, but then they slide into this kind of neutral zone, but there are still those underlying tones in the group. So what do you think, uh, next thing we saw was uh, Jackie spotted some blood on Jim's shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie's, you know, if Dale had seen this, he'd have had like this little quiet powwow and be like, Hey, if you want to tell the group, it's up to you. It's like at your own speed, man. Jackie's mm-hmm. like, Jim got bit. Yeah. I like it, man. Yeah. Just, no Walker bullshit. Got, Walker got this boy, you know? Yeah. I, I liked it too. And I, you know, I thought Daryl's instantly like, well, I got this pickaxe. So, uh, I'm just going to take him out. Yeah. Oh, right. and he, he goes over to attack him, but then Rick pulls the gun and on you him. Know, I find that some creepy about. The fact that you're bit and you're dead, but you're not dead. All, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, when you get radiation poisoning and, mm-hmm. like, you have two or three days where you're just perfectly healthy mm-hmm. until, like, all Your the cells com- start to decay. Yeah, and then you just die. Yeah. But it's, it's already happened. You're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Or, like, in Aliens, when the face hugger gets you and it falls <laughs> off. It's like, man, I'm just hungry. Let's get to you. And then, like, it's yeah. I find creepy about, like, a death sentence has been handed down and there's nothing you can get do to get out of it. Yeah, guess, no, it's definitely creepy. Right. Uh, I, I'm kind of, though, on Rick's side here a little bit because at this point, Jim is just sick, right? He's not a zombie. He's not dead yet. No, he's, and Daryl describes him as a ticking time bomb, or oh, Amy anyway, but right. Jim also at this point, he would assume right. it's a ticking time bomb. But how do you feel about that? Is that... Yeah, I think he's far less of a ticking time bomb than Andrea. I mean, obviously you have to die. Than Amy, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the speed's on this. I kind of speculated while we're watching. Maybe if you die of the infection, you turn quicker than if you... Mm, like our because mm. it's already got a hold of you plus it's, it's, it's your body's pumping that stuff all through your body yeah. saturates whereas if you die tr- like due to blood shock of blood loss five minutes after being bit mm-hmm. it takes longer to like spread through your body maybe. but you know, know so maybe works. maybe jim like you know passes out for five minutes and comes back as a zombie i don't know maybe i don't know but it, it just seems to me like 
Rick's kind of got the right idea. Maybe he can be cured. Yeah, so we need to get that's He's the not whole argument. Yet. Some Rick's position, we need to get him to the CDC while Jim still has a chance. That's his best chance. Mm-hmm. Going into the heart of fucking Georgia. Yep. And Shane's like, fuck that. We need to get to Fort Benning. There's probably medics there and there's going to be. And if, somewhere if, protected. Yeah. 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 Which uh, is hard to argue with, honestly. Yeah. I like both options. Um, and obviously they decide to go to the CDC later, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. Um, so then Dale comes over to pay his respects to Amy, uh, talks to Andrew for a little bit, describes the situation with his wife. Uh, and I, I got to say, I had never noticed this before, but Dale's eyebrows are crazy, man. Yeah. He's got some great, like, not not just old man eyebrow crazy, but like he combs them up and out and teases them and yeah, it's He's crazy. Not quite eyebrow man, but it's. I think know. that's in his contract. Like AMC requires each one person in each show to have crazy eyebrows. True. <laughs> you got Bogdan over in Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel that. So then we find out that Andrea is feeling guilty about not spending more time with her sister before she died. Right. Because uh, she's got the birthday present that she had wrapped up in toilet paper. He used toilet paper last episode. Um, Did you see? So we don't get any any of Dale's story except for somehow he was attached to these girls. And he says that yeah. they're the first ones he let himself be emotionally – or the, the first people he let himself care for after his wife died of cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, does that give us any clues as to – you know, we see how he's really protective of Andrea later on. Does this give us any clues as to why that is, or if if it's more romantic, or if it's grand? Not really, because well, it would to me it feels less romantic because he includes Amy in the statement. So he's not like unless he's emotionally like romantically attracted to both of them. That seems a little weird well, to me. He Maybe liked he's Amy a polygamist. Better. He but, liked Amy better, but that's you know. That's gone. Yeah, I got you. But that that would just be and, weird if Andrew he were was the backup. Like if he had like this weird three way relationship going, like this romantic, like thing. a threes company with sisters. Yeah, too weird for me. Mm, yeah, Dale uh, Dale doesn't seem the type for that either. I don't know. Uh, uh, so then Daryl's uh, still chopping away at zombies. Well, the other thing is like okay, oh, yeah. so this is a great conversation, but it didn't really affect how Andrew deals with it. No. She's like, well, that's a nice story and about letting go, but I'm still going to wait for my sister to come back to life. Thank you very much. Yeah. It has no effect. <sighs> anyway. What does have an effect is Daryl's pickaxe. Yeah, it does. Because Daryl is bringing down some thunder on some zombie bodies. Uh, and Carol comes over and she's like, let me do this. And we see Ed down there. And you think she's the way she's talking about it is like she's going to do it like with some kind of extra dignity or tenderness or uh-huh. something. Sure, sure. And then she starts... Swinging for the fences on this guy. Yeah, she even disturbs Daryl a little bit. <laughs> Daryl had to look away. He's like, ooh, four hits to the head, really? Right, right. Like, this dude looks like a rotten, his head looks like a rotten cantaloupe now. I think you can stop. <laughs> but what we noticed is there's some weird editing going on here because yeah. Carol obviously lines up to hit this zombie, which has been, which is not Ed. There's two zombies on the ground. Yeah, three one, actually, but one two look- concerned okay. zombies. Uh, one looked like. An African American, mm-hmm. totally eaten away, like yeah. leg gone, it's, it's torso stomach's missing, yep. all the stuff is gone. And then one was Ed, that, and one was in the darkness, and Ed was in the light. Yeah. And when she's lining up and looking down and all this stuff, she's looking at the wrong zombie, and she, she swings is. at the wrong zombie. But then they show her ki- hitting, obviously Ed. Yeah, they cut up. to the correct one. Right. Weird. Just, just a mistake. I don't know how they didn't pick up on that. 
Well, like I, during filming, like, hey, you're not looking at Ed, Carol. Look at Ed. Well, I just wonder if that's when you say this. I just wonder if that's what they they did that in pickups, like. You know, that wasn't filmed all on the same day. Maybe. I thought I saw Daryl in the background of the Ed one, though. Like, really? when it swings down and hits him in the head. Right. I thought so. Maybe not, though. I don't know. You might be right. Um, so then Amy comes back to life. And this scene, I've got to say, it's it both annoys me yes. and it's awesome at the same time. Yes. Because it is so well acted. Yeah. On both of their parts, I think. I, I think Andrea, the Lori Holden does a fabulous job. Uh, I don't know the name of the girl who plays Amy, but her acting is incredible. Mm-hmm. The way she comes back to life and you think that she's recognizing Andrea and that she's like connecting with her or something, but then it just turns out she wants to eat her flesh. Yeah, I mean, that was really well done. When they first come out, she's like disc- discoordinating, thinking like the, like you said, you could recognize her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, well, okay. You this- think maybe the power of love will overcome <laughs> The zombie infection. Right, right. And uh, her, uh, Emma Bell is the uh, okay, actress yeah. that plays her. But uh, yeah, I thought the same thing, and then nope. And I was also, while the Amy was coming back to life, Andrea like put her ear in Amy's mouth. Uh-huh. And I'm like, could you get your face closer <laughs> to the flesh-eating zombie? Yeah. Please? Oh, uh, dude, if that was Shane, his lobe would be oh, gone. Oh, yeah, right. It would yeah. just, gravity would have drawn into its mouth. <laughs> drawn the mouth to it i mean it it was great and like i even mentioned like if i lived in a zombie apocalypse my hobby would be watching zombies come back to life because it's kind of cool and every single time i've seen it in a movie it's really like some of our listeners send us that one amateur zombie short film where the guy in the penguin suit comes back to life and it's all that was a long time ago wasn't it yeah it was it was last season or season 2.1 so several months, yeah. Um, but they showed him coming back to life. I just think that stuff is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it done as well as in this episode, though. Right. Um, I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they are burying the dead, um, and Shane basically blames Rick for the attack. Uh, he says, hey, you weren't here. We wouldn't have lost these people if you were. Uh, but Rick says, no, no, I went to get the guns, and I think without the guns, everyone would have been dead. We oh. might have lost the whole camp. Which which do you fall down on? Which line do you fall down on? Um, I'm trying to remember how much the guns helped. I certainly think they did. I think Shane was down to maybe his last bullet. Um, didn't he give Rick the last four bullets? I don't think they had no, any bullets he gave, there. he gave bullets just for um, Rick's python, the 357. Okay. Which he wasn't using. But they were in pretty bad shape there. They're in bad there were shape. like four or five zombies coming at them uh, when Rick and crew showed up. But the up. melee weapons were pretty effective, and if they had four were, more guys swinging them, what do you think? Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Because Shane couldn't keep everybody protected. I mean, mm-hmm. I felt like if too many, if uh, you know, they had like eight guys surrounding the people that had no weapons, they could have probably held off that. But so maybe he's right. I, yeah, he might be right there. I, I think it's debatable. Yeah. It's certainly not just black and white. But I don't right. get what – what is the point of placing blame at this point? Like, it's happened. You now have to deal with it. Like, uh, Well, I think this was a – I think this episode is about the struggle for the leadership position of the of the camp. Up until this mm-hmm, point, definitely. Shane is not – has kind of been the de facto leader. But, yeah. you know, the group has been kind of – 
you know, that balkanized. You've got mm-hmm. Jim and Dale over Lord of the RV, and you've got this, you know, Morales guy hits him over here. And now we see, for better or worse, the camp is looking to these two guys for leadership. And Shane, maybe he's jockeying like I should be the one oh, in charge. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. So that's what I thought it was uh, all no, about. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, so and Dar- even just- Daryl's like, who the fuck, is- who the hell's in charge? Who's making the rules? Yeah, like we had this rule that we we're going to burn everything, and now we're going to, ba- you know, bury some of them. Burn. It's like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Daryl doesn't seem to want to be the leader though. No, he, he'd, he'd re- just assume be by. Himself. He wants someone to make a call and a smart call, and or mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. He'd much rather be by. Himself. Yeah, he'll take a crossbow and go off into the woods and be fine. It's kind of at this point you wonder why he didn't. Like, as soon as they came yeah, back Yeah, just from, go look for Merle. Yeah, as soon as they came back with the failed mission to got, find Merle, I'm kind of surprised he didn't just take off. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe um, he's not as much of a loner as he thinks he is. Maybe not. So then we see Jim uh, in the RV. His fever's setting in. He's seeing flashes of zombies. Uh, at first we thought it was Jim as a zombie, but it's definitely not. Yeah, I thought that maybe this was indicative of him turning into a zombie. And yeah. he was seeing future Jim as zombie. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think he's just we seeing flashbacks of yeah. yeah, getting bit. Yep. Um, but I thought it was crazy the amount of makeup work that went into these flashes of zombies. Just a tenth of a second of a zombie, and they looked really good because we freeze-framed it, like you said. Well, I also wonder if that wasn't very – it frames from the previous episode. Because mm-hmm. I thought I recognized both those zombies from the nighttime attack. Yeah, I didn't recognize the shots, but – Oh, really? Who, who knows? I mean – Maybe I just didn't recognize him. Right. Uh, so then and- Andrea buries Amy with the help of Dale. And that's, since we're talking about this, I don't get, I don't get Western burial customs. Yeah. Uh, funerary customs. Pe- being buried kind of creeps me out. I, in my will, I want to be cremated. I want to be shot into the sun. You want to be shot in the sun. Yeah, so like cremated, Spock. cremated via fusion, <laughs> solar fusion. Same dish. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and like okay, some people they find th- being therapeutic burying the body. Mm-hmm. I, I, let me take it back to uh, Amy and Andrea. How was waiting for her sister to come back to life and almost eat her face? Just, she said, "I love you," and then blew her <laughs> brains out. How was that therapeutic, man? Why do you want I... that being your last memory of your sister? It seems less therapeutic than setting her on fire, Luke Skywalker style. You know, like. Set Vader's suit on fire, set Amy on fire, and just right. watch it burn and know that she's not going to come back as a zombie. Right. She's not going to have to experience that. Right. I mean, I, I think that you'd have nightmares about your sister with them dead fucking eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and having and to blow her brains making out. Making that zombie noise and clutching at you and just, I just, none of it was good. I know. Again, it seems like someone should have saved her from that unhealthy behavior. <laughs> Daryl tried. Yeah. Daryl tried. Uh, they wouldn't let him, though. Anyway. So, yeah, that's... It's, and she continues to be kind of a pain in the ass here. No one can touch Amy. You know, she's going to... She's got a barrier. ...drag yeah. her body and thump her head into the hole all by herself. <laughs> Thank you very much. So then Rick uh, looks to Lori for a vote of confidence, basically, uh, and advice on where they should go next. Right. Um, and it seems to me like Lori is on Shane's side if it weren't for her love for Rick. Like, if it weren't her husband saying this, she would be on Shane's side. More to the point, her guilt over 
yeah. what went on with Shane and the last few months that they probably had together. Mm-hmm. She's like, 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 like Shane points out, like our survival is more important than your marriage. Yeah. And, and kind of like, he knows that you, you think that this is the right course of action. You're, you there's no time for marriage therapy. Yeah. But then she steps up and just says, yeah, I'm going with Rick. Right. Rick's right. Right. Um, but I'm kind of torn myself between whether or not to go to the CDC or go to Fort Benning. Um, I don't know, man. I still, I'm still not sure they made the right call. But. Well, I don't want anywhere. <laughs> I mean, after I saw what was going on in downtown Atlanta, I don't go back to Atlanta. That's so good. I'm That's solidly good on point, the point yeah. of I like the idea. Even if the fort's been overrun with zombies, mm-hmm. it's going to have ammo. It's going to have medical supplies. It's going to have things we can scavenge. It's probably going to have fortified areas that we could secure. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Yeah, and you don't know that it's been run, overrun by zombies, which you do know that about Atlanta. Yes. So you're going into the heart of zombie town. So as I understand, they're going to Devil You Know, unless uh-huh. the Devil You Know is a city of <laughs> several million people all dead. Yeah, you know there aren't going to be several million zombies at Fort Benning. Right. Well, y- you don't know that. Maybe they were like, everybody would flock to Fort Benning, and then the zombie outbreak hit. Uh, anyway, so Rick goes into the RV, sits down with a, a basically a heart-to-heart with Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jim starts talking gibberish. Uh, and he's obviously hallucinating. What do you think he's hallucinating about? Well, there? he starts he talking something about, about a boat in the mangroves. mangroves. You said you'd, you'd said you watched a boat, right? Yeah, and Rick promises to watch that freaking boat. That's what you do when someone <laughs> someone it's it's when someone's dying and they want to make a promise, you make the promise. Yeah, especially if they're talking gibberish. So, does this uh, give us any insight into Jim? Does, he's from Florida, I think. I don't know where else mangroves he? grow. <sighs> I don't know. I don't even know what a mangrove is. That's like, you know, the tree that has the really weird branches that are like fingers that go out into the water Hmm. to make like those scaffold lattice things. And he's talking about, so I'm thinking he's like from the Florida Everglades. Interesting. Yeah, probably. Uh, So is that where Dale's from? Since Dale picked up Jim along the way? Uh, uh, Who knows? Because Jim, I don't think is a part. I feel like Jim is a later addition to the group than Amy and Andrea. You think so? I don't have any so, so empirical they, evidence. So I they just, drove, what, either east or south to Florida and then back up to well, or, so, or so Jim like started from going Gainesville, to Atlanta. All right. Okay, that's pretty good. And, yeah. and they're like saying, get to Atlanta. That's a regional mm-hmm. safe center. He goes there and on the road, he, he you know, his family dies. Yeah. And Dale kind of takes him in because that's his thing. That's how I kind of saw it going down. Gotcha. Uh, so then Shane tries to get Lori uh, on his side, but she here is where she really sides with Rick. Right. Um, Which that I, basically made Rick the de facto leader. From this point of, forward. Not to Shane, though. Cause Shane not is to still, Shane, but yeah. to the rank and file. Mm-hmm. From this point forward, everybody that stays with the group, because the group splits up after this episode, at, at, during this episode. Yeah. Everyone that stays with the group, Rick is now the leader. Yeah, definitely. And this was um, the moment. And at the episode... Shane even thinks that Rick is the leader. Well, at the, at the very end, again, I think Gil, that, you know, I'll talk about that when we get to it. All right, but, um, I'm gonna clamp my mouth shut. <laughs> all right, do it. So then Shane and Rick go out to sweep the woods, uh, and Shane takes one last stab at convincing Rick to go to the fort. Uh, but then Shane or Rick pisses off Shane. He says something about uh, like this if they your were your family, you'd yeah. understand or you'd feel the same way. And Shane takes offense to that because he's protected them for the last however long. However many weeks they've lived, I think 
Shane has gotten in his head that that is his family. Yeah. Now. Yeah. He's, and he's having a hard time dealing with the fact that, uh, well, actually, the real head of the family is back now. Yeah. So, so here, here's where, to me, Shane was the closest to becoming the leader and also decided not to be the leader. Because when he lines Rick up in his sights, uh, he's essentially what I think is going through his head is I'm going to have to kill this guy to become to to get my way to protect the group cuz he thinks he's protecting the group by sending them to Fort Benning. Yeah, I want to So he thinks I'm going to have to I'm going to have to kill this guy. There's no other way. I want to talk about this in the spoiler section because I, okay. I seeing this I I'm starting to see some arcs that I didn't see in this last watching everything through the first time. But then he obviously decides not to shoot him. Uh and we know that Dale sees that, but <laughs> Jesus. but but Shane <laughs> I think when he decided not to shoot Rick, he decided to give in to Rick's authority in the group. Oh, I disagree. I think really? he, I think he just couldn't bring himself to kill Rick. And That's then what he I'm was saying. so guilty that he almost did that mm-hmm. just like Lori was guilty and she threw her weight behind Rick on that basis, I think Shane is an exact parallel. Well, this is the moment that Shane decides he's going to the CDC with him. Right. So, yeah. He so, goes, he, he relents to Rick's But I don't think here. it's because he sees Rick as a leader. It's just more like, God, I almost killed this guy. This is my way of making up for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, in the next scene, when uh, when Shane does say, hey, let's, let's go to the CDC. How are we going to do this? Um how much of that do you think was for Dale's benefit? Because Dale had just seen him line up his sights on Rick, and and Shane's trying to prove to Dale that he's not well, going to kill the guy. All right. Um. But yeah, they're they're all sitting around talking there, and then, I'd say just to answer your question. I'd be a smartass about it. I think that's a big. That's, that's I think a it's a big component. motivation there. Big component. Yeah. I do too. Um. So then Rick tries to tell Morgan via the walkie that they're going to the CDC. And that's when the Morales family, or it's not the Morales family, that's his first name, his right? Name is Morales. Okay. Morales, Morales and, and family. his family, yeah, decide that they're going to Birmingham, where they have other family. It's a fine town, Alabama, the beautiful. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Um, so, so the group decides to split up anyway. Right. Um, and then they leave, and the RV breaks down, <laughs> as it should, as it does. Um, and Jim decides that he's gone far enough. His brittle old bones. And they showed when they were going down the road, Jim was in a lot of pain. He was, yeah. Um, But he asks Rick to leave him there. And I thought it was interesting the way he asked. um, He basically had to give Rick permission not to feel guilty about this. Like, it's my decision, not your failure. Right. Uh, Because Rick very much does not want to fail the people, the the group, the people that he's protecting. Yeah, he's kind of a little bit of a control freak, too. A little bit, yeah. Definitely. But also, Jim, he's got this like crazy theory that he's going to be back somehow reunited with his family, even if it's as a zombie. Is that right? I think so. Or am I reading that from the comics? Uh, I this don't is know. exactly from the comics. Yeah, like almost yeah, this shot for shot. But I thought that's one of the speeches. Like you know, maybe I'll be able to find, you know wander around and find them as a. And that's creepy. Cre- yeah, totally creepy. Right. <laughs> so, what do you think of the morality of that is? Like you're just you're basically creating one more zombie. Uh, whatever. You don't think it matters? Yeah, it's it's a drop in a bucket, How bad man. would you feel if you found out that Jim bit someone later? <laughs> <laughs> Probably pretty bad. I don't know. Uh, okay, anyway. I think Jim's going to make a shitty jo- zombie. You think so? He's just so gaunt and frail. 
No, that's zombie. That's the wheelhouse of the zombie, man. Really? Gaunt for... Oh, yeah. You see, I think you start off like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you become <laughs> gaunt for the death process. If you start off gaunt, you're going to be like the 98-pound zombie weakling. He's not He's not going to be strong enough to push himself through the front to get some quality <laughs> brain and... That's probably true. ...and stomach matter. Now he's got to compete with Arnold zombies. Yeah, he's going to just be, you know, scrapping over big toes and <laughs> earlobes. <laughs> Awesome. And not Shane Lobes neither. Meager Lobes. Yeah, yeah. Like attached Lobes is what he'll be <laughs> scrapping for. Uh, so then they leave him on the side of the road. Shitty zombies, I'm calling it. Uh, and Rick wants to give him a gun, but Jim says, no, you're going to need it. Take yeah. it with you. I think that's smart on Jim's part. I think that was also He's not Rick's, use it anyway. Rick's one last, mm. you know, don't do this, man. This is horrific. Here's a gun. Yeah. If it gets too bad, shoot yourself in the head. And Jim's like, no, I kind of want this. Yeah. Again, it might be an interesting experience turning into a zombie. Yeah. You know? to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be like uh, tripping on acid or something. Yeah. It's like I was, <laughs> yeah, I was reading, I was talking to Vet with this on chat that Aldous Huxley, mm-hmm. who's like this LSD researcher, wasn't he? Uh, informally, I think. <laughs> he d- <laughs> I thought it was official. No, he might be. I don't know. Anyway, he died uh, of old age, uh, I think 69 or whatever. I don't know if that's old age or not. He died of a I don't know. he was fatal disease, and when he lost the ability to speak, he he asked for his wife to shoot him up with LSD. Yeah, and three days, three hours later, he died. So that's what Jim wants. Jim yeah, wants, a, Jim a, wants one last acid trip before he goes. And it's like it doesn't look like it's a good trip. No, it looks like it's no. full of screaming zombies and and brittle bones. Yeah, and, oof, no, no thanks. Uh, the set and setting are not so good. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna have a good trip. Uh, so then the episode takes a turn here, like a very violent turn. Jenner uh, comes on, like, a guy named Jenner comes on the screen. He's talking Web to the camera, style. Uh, yeah, and it's all like broken up and mm-hmm. bad reception. Which I don't know why it would be bad reception within the yeah. CDC. Like, like the, the, do people in Hollywood realize the webcams are no longer nineteen ninety four? And. If it's a wet, it's not broadcasting anywhere. Well, I think it is. I think it, that's, that basically goes out to all the different CDCs throughout the world. So where are we seeing it from? Is my We're seeing point. It from it? Yeah, you're right. We're seeing it from from what he's speaking into, yeah. as far as I can tell. No, I'm, Should be I'm on your side. All I'm right. on your side. And even, yeah, it's like they just, like, we don't, <laughs> we wouldn't get it to webcam unless it was breaking up and pixelating. Yeah. And had barcodes on it and shit. Yeah. I don't know. So. Anyway, so there's some really interesting information in here, though. Uh-huh. Uh, he's talking to the camera and he says that it has been, uh, it's day 194 since wildfire had been declared, had been declared. Which, what the hell does that mean? Uh, it's probably some like outbreak code or something. Right. Uh, but it's been 63 days since the virus, uh, abruptly went global. And so how long that, how long before, how long since then mm-hmm. was it a news item or did like zombies start becoming a huge problem? Man, if something it's, if it, something goes global, yeah, like I think bird, you know about it immediately. You see people losing their shit over bird flu in some Asian where a couple province. hundred people die. Yeah, uh, worldwide. Yeah, and like, so you're wanting me to believe that Rick? The I, Rick's been in the hospital for two months, maybe because he could have been in a coma under good care. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know how long he was in that coma and mm-hmm. reasonably good care. Yeah, but so like I mean, he could have been in a coma for six months and would missed everything. The problem I have with that is that when you're violently ill, as you would be in the throes of zombie infection, 
you go to the hospital. Right. That is where the worst breakouts are going to happen. People sure. are going to be getting eaten left and right in hospitals. They're the first places that are going to go down. Okay. So how long was he unattended? That's what I'm – I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's got to be a long time. There, well, but the flowers with Shane don't match up with that. I think he was unattended for like, – I really, I really think our week that our week yeah, estimate like is about three, right. four days of totally unattended – uh, whatever, but so what it's does he mean by square, it's gone global? It, it's and, hard to square it at sixty three days. Yeah. Like, like basically, America functioned well enough that uh, Shane was buying flowers and taking them to the hospital uh-huh. in the midst of the zombie outbreak. And the the other question is, how long has it been since Rick woke up? I mean, how long have they stayed in camp? Um, how yeah, long was it between know. when they came back from Atlanta and went to get Merle again? Because uh, they've made several trips into Atlanta. See, the way I, I think, uh, so we don't know how long it took Rick to get down to Georgia. Mm-hmm. I do think it's maybe a we, week. Maybe a week. I, I thought it was way less than that. Well, yeah, I Because he too. drove a car but I'm, almost there. Right. So I'm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm like, benefited out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a week. Okay. Then from there, I think the timeline's pretty straightforward. I thought it was like day after day, we he, see everything pretty much. Exactly, because he rode and, and they got out of the city, and then they sh- we saw night, and then the next day, he's like, we got to get Merle. Unless when and he slept in back. late, he slept for like four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he was out for a month. Yeah, I think there's some problems with the timeline. With I this, with this, But I don't, I can't put my finger on exactly... There's enough wiggle room that I can't really, you know, waggle yeah. my finger. If at we him. ever get Kirkman on the show, we're going to grill him. Grill the hell yeah. out of him. Yeah, clearly they have a timeline. Uh, anyway, so there's that. There's no clinical progress to report, uh, and then Jenner goes into the lab. Although to- there is a lot, because you know, there is a lot of indications I didn't pick up on the first time that there is trouble in this paradise. Oh, other Jenner, than, very much. Other yeah. than he's just giving up finding a cure because he's talking about I've I finally got the scrubber sh- uh, shut down so I can save power. Uh-huh. You know that he this is not like an endless utopia that's solar powered. I mean this this has got a finish. And the fact that he's the only guy we see in there is a little suspicious, right? Like where are all the other people in the CDC? Either we don't see them or they're not there, right? So I don't know about that. Um, but he's. Performing experiments in the lab, and he's got, like, brain matter or something. The, yeah, uh, he's got a live copy of the virus that he's working with. Yep, but he then spills some chemicals. Looks like acid of some sort. He's so damn into, tired. Uh, he's tired. He's gone a little loopy, I guess, yeah. from being underground, he, he, like he said, so yeah. long. He actually fell asleep standing up, and then the alarm woke him up, and yeah. then he disorientated, knocked the thing over. And I can I can imagine if you're underground, right. and you don't see the sunlight. Oh yeah, how that would mess with you? You right. don't know what day it is. Well, that... we're just talking about this that you've got like seasonal uh, <laughs> affective, affective disorder, disorder yeah. and you know, imagine being underground for sixty three days. Yeah, or yeah. Well, however long it's been. Definitely. Uh, so then he spills the the stuff into the brains, and it the whole room is decontaminated, and that means to the extreme, right? Yeah, that means it's it's incinerated, and that was apparently pretty valuable to him. That research that. Uh, those samples, that strain TS9, of, of yeah, what he's trying to work on, I guess a cure. It was the only, I guess, still live brain tissue that was currently actively being affected, so he could actually study disease. Uh, Everything yeah. else was dead. Yeah, he has already. no other samples that are. So he's like, "Well, that's my last hope for a cure, and now it's gone. So I'm going to blow my yeah. brains out, but get drunk first. Yeah, yeah. This is 
really the tipping point for him. He was kind of starting to lose it before, but now there's no reason to keep going. Right. As far as he can tell. Uh, but then the group shows up at the CDC, uh, Rick and his entourage, and they want in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they drive up in these busted-ass, loud vehicles. Right. And they're like, shh, shh, don't say anything. Let's walk quietly through this group. What the fuck? Right. You just pulled up in a 1960s, uh, I don't know, paddy wagon. Right. <laughs> you think they didn't hear that? And, of course, we also know later on that uh, fucking Daryl's got his loud-ass white his- supremacist <laughs> chopper. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Ringing the buffet bell all through downtown Atlanta. (laughs) And then they got to tiptoe quietly through the zombies. No, you run. Yeah. You run. Um, so I, I don't know. That's about all I've got. The the CDC obviously. Yeah, Jenner um, didn't want them to stay because then we kind of, we don't really know why. Yeah. We find out pretty soon in the next episode. Spoilers. Mild (laughs) mild spoiler alert. But, uh, he eventually relents with Rick saying, you know, you're killing us. You're killing us. You're killing us. We have no food. We have nowhere to go. And I no think weapons. he sees Jenner sees letting them in as kinder than making them face the zombie horde outside. We'll yeah. Put it for that. Why do you think Jenner was hesitant to let them in at first? Do you think it's because he didn't know if they were violent? Like, well, they, they come toting guns right up to the camera. No, I think it's because he thought... Like he really wanted to end things. And yeah, was he's going just like to go away. Just he's go like away. you guys, if you guys just don't come in here, this place is a, is death. Yeah, this is not the refuge you think it is. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, at least they could have had some wine with him, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit next week, I think. Sure, but anyway, but that's it for the episode. Yes, uh, the doors open, the white light bathes them Very, all, uh, hatch like from Lost. It, that's exactly what I was thinking. This scene reminds me of the first time you see Desmond in Lost, where mm-hmm. he's just the, the classical music in the background. Yep. He's doing his thing with the numbers and the button, yeah. and yeah, v- very much reminded me of Lost. Same here, which I thought was cool. Um, so that's Underground it. Bunker. That's it. Do we want to do an outro and then we head do. to spoilers? Uh, if you'd like to hear our previous podcast uh, on The Walking Dead and Bald Herp, uh, Breaking, Breaking Good, Bad, Breaking Bad uh, you can find them at baldmove.com. Uh, you can email us feedback at watchingdead at baldmove.com. Or, and you we're know probably, what? We're probably going to do a little bit of feedback in the last episode of yeah. the last catch-up episode. So, you know, we've gotten a little bit and we'll probably, you know, string something together. Uh, we don't have time to do it as we're doing these catch-ups, but maybe do it for the last season, for the last episode of the season. The other thing they can do on our website is find our new podcast. Justified. Justified, yeah. We we decided to podcast on Which that. Which will We've got be an- out for several weeks by the time they hear this podcast. <laughs> Uh, maybe I might release these in quick succession. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Just, yeah. just blow them out. Maybe all yeah. podcasts must go. If not, uh, I'm glad you're tuning into our Justified podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also follow us so you don't aren't surprised and ambushed by our new podcast at Facebook.com/slash/BaldMove or Twitter at BaldMove. Uh, we appreciate still your support. We still see some reviews trickling in on iTunes. Uh, please give us positive reviews and subscribe. That helps. Uh, get the uh, word out there about our pad- podcast, and you can directly contribute to us contribute. by using our Amazon.BaldMove.com affiliate link. And the way that works is every time you put an order, they add like $50 and put it right <laughs> to our pocket. <laughs> it's really rad, and I can't – wait, is that how it works? No, I don't think so. I think the way it works is anything you buy on Amazon – you buy stuff on Amazon anyway. You're listening to podcasts. You're hip. Sure. you got Amazon Prime. Uh, the stuff you buy anyway, you use Amazon.BaldMove.com, and nothing gets added to your order. 
It's the same great low prices, same great shipping, and we get a little teeny tiny kickback from Amazon. And that helps us pay for the bandwidth and beer Definitely. and lights here at the Bald Move headquarters. All right, that's it for this episode. Stick around after the music for spoilers, and we will see you next week. Until then, I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. Bye. back with the spoiler section i've got a couple of things this week to i only talk got about. one so i'm glad you're carrying me yeah I, do your one because i'm going to look up the person who actually emailed this to us i want to give them credit okay so i'm seeing a lot more of the arcs of characters when i go through and watch this a second time mm-hmm. with the knowledge that i have from the comic books and and watching season two of the walking dead and i gotta say that i think this was the turning point for uh shane's character this is the first time he tasted the forbidden fruit you mean aiming think at rick lining aiming it up at on rick, rick from the time that he aimed at rick because he's tasted Lori's forbidden fruit <laughs> well so he aims and almost kills rick uh he covers it up with dale he next mm, episode is yeah. almost going to rape Lori. episode two of the new season he he sacrifices a survivor mm-hmm. to save himself from a zombie horde yeah, the arc is there. I like Shane's arc a lot better going back and now that we've seen then, season then two. two episodes after that, he threatens Dale uh-huh. for defying him. I mean, this this is the like he's not done anything bad. I mean, some icky things until until right now. This is the this yeah. is the episode where and he he almost took that step of killing killing yeah. Rick. And also for the comic book fans, that's what I was going to say. This hmm. is the point in the story where Shane would die in the comic book. Yeah, Carl comes up when he's got Rick in his sights and he shoots him. Right, because because to it, save his and dad. They actually have an angry confrontation and like you know Shane's uh-huh. going to kill him and yeah, Carl shoots him right in the throat, kills yeah. him. Yeah, pretty intense in the comic book, and yeah. this was totally like. You know all the comic people were going, oh, this is where Shane dies, this is where Shane dies. Nope. Right. And, you know, I'm actually glad that they did this because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's led to some frustrating character development, but I really like that this allows, you know, we we talked about that in the season two, that this is almost like a Kirk, Spock, McCoy relationship with Rick and uh, Daryl and Shane. And Shane yep. is that dark side that is that Rick has expressed in the comic all by himself. Mm-hmm. So it's and a, that he needs to help him survive. You know, yeah, and it's a clever way for the uh, showrunners to have a much more black and white sympathetic hero. Yeah, and still have that element in the series. And I think Shane's a damn good character. I'm glad he's still around, right. and I hope I hope he doesn't die off soon. We'll see though. Yeah. I like I said I gave his odds I gave him long odds in yeah. the uh, season two wrap up season two point wrap up cast so we'll see definitely uh, so I have a couple things that were sent in to us uh, via email uh, and you can email us at the watching dead at baldmove dot com if you mm-hmm. want to send in your thoughts uh, mm-hmm. but Mike D sent us a couple not the guy from the Beastie Boys by the way that'd be awesome that would be fan, freaking awesome it might be him I don't know uh, but apparently um, from what he hears. The comic book favorite Michonne is going to be coming uh, into the series season three, episode thirteen. Holy so shit! The we got to wait for of season three. Wow, that's a long time. Which means, do you think so? Tyrone is going to come, or Tyrese rather? Um, Surely they're going to bring him in. Maybe. I mean, they have to deal with the prison before then, right? 
Uh, he's part of that plot. No, no, no I'm before Michonne. Y- yeah, yeah. So the so I'm thinking season three, like season two is probably like the end of it is when they'll get to the prison. Is my opinion. Okay, I agree. they're going to deal with more shit on the farm. It's going to be boring again, but eventually they'll move in season three to the prison. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, is I my guess based that. on that. I agree that they're going to find this, the prison at the end of season two point five. Mm-hmm. Season three will be about you know the prison. And I think on the way there they might find Tyrese. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but uh, uh, the reason he he says this is actually he saw one of uh, the tweets from one of the extras uh, Twitter Twitter accounts, um, and she's playing one of the chain zombies. I don't know what that is. Oh well, you know Michonne. Do you know the character? Uh, no, I, I never got that far in the So context. she is traveling the countryside with these two zombies that she's amputated the arms and taken their lower jaw off. It's her <laughs> boyfriend and somebody else. And uh-huh. she has these chains around them. And she, she Holy shit. She, she has them walk on either side so zombies don't bother them. Because it's got the stink factor. And they can't hurt her because wow. they have no arms and no jaws. And she explains that they stopped. Like, after a few days, they even stopped trying to feed on hmm. her because uh, they saw it was futile. Wow, is, that's going to be creepy live. That is going to be fucking really creepy. So that's confirmed that they're going to – that's – Apparently, one of, the, one of the extras who played one of the chain zombies. Oh. So I guess they're either hiring or filming that That now. is going to be fucked. It is. that is a very gross visual in the comics. And live – I know Nick Taro is going oh, to he's go gonna have a field day out on that sucker. But the tweet was actually taken down not too long after. So right. maybe AMC got word of that and was like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, take that down. Right. Could be. Um, and the other spo- uh, spoiler that he sent in is that Kirkman stated by the end of this season, we're going to have a bunch of different characters. Okay. And it was so, season three or season – the end of this season, I assume you mean 2. season 5. two. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I, that, says, that sells that we have to have Tyrese. It, Tyrese, um, if they get to the prison, that introduces a bunch of new characters. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yep, true. So maybe it won't happen at the very end of the season. Maybe it'll be a, an episode or two before. Right. That'd be cool. Uh, but that's it. That's all I've got for spoilers. Thanks to Mike D for sending those in. Yep. Do you have anything else? Nope. Then let's call it a cast. All right. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. See you later.